All right. Hello, everyone. Um, welcome to another episode of This Life, a podcast by Mallorca Media. Today, um, for those of you watching, I don't know if anyone actually watches this, but uh, we are, I'm in a different spot. I am in my, whoops, let me fix this. I'm in my office here at Local Hub. I'm not in the, the studio, um, which you might hear a little bit of echo because this room's actually super echoey. There's also people outside running around and stuff. We're not running around, but uh, doing, doing stuff. So yeah, thank you for joining me again. Um, thank you to our biggest sponsor, or our only sponsor right now, Local Hub. Again, um, the month of August, you get 50% off your entire month, which is pretty dope. If you're looking to work somewhere other than your house, come through, come say hi, come say hi to me. I want more people here that I know. Um, I've gotten to know all the people here and they're amazing. They all have different, different companies and whatnot, um, work for different places. So yeah, come through 50% off. Um, today I, I don't really know what to talk about, which I feel like I said last time. Um, but I actually want to touch on, on this week has been kind of weird for me this past week. I know it's only Tuesday or what day is it? What day is it? Oh, today's, oh my God, today's Thursday. Oh, today's Wednesday. Anyway, that doesn't matter. I'll probably cut all this out. Um, yeah, I've, I've had kind of a weird, uh, a weird week last week and, and this week I, I'm going to be as transparent as I can, but I don't really want to be that transparent about it because I'm not fully ready yet, but I kind of hit a, a moment of, I don't know if it's a recovery or I hit, I hit a moment of realization. Um, I had, I had a, an event kind of pop up out of nowhere and it, it brought up some trauma that I had actually, uh, and I'm not really ready to be specific about it, but maybe one day I will be, who knows? Um, it, it kind of just got brought up out of nowhere. And this is something that happened like 2015, 2014, which would be five years, five years ago. Um, and it, it affected me pretty bad at the time, but it was one of those things that kind of, I just, it, I kind of breezed through it. Um, I didn't really think much about it and oops. And I, um, I kind of just buried it inside, which we tend to do a lot. We go through something and we tell ourselves it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. It can be anything, even, I mean, even a breakup. We tell ourselves, we continue to tell ourselves it's not that big of a deal. And in reality, it might, it might really not be the end of the world, but it is a big deal to you. And I got to hear that echo. It, it bugs me so bad. Anyway, um, it might not be a, a big deal like in the grand scheme of things, but it's a big deal to you. And I think this brought up something in me that I compared the old me to the new me, which the old me just kind of moved on from things and 
didn't didn't really want to think about things. Whereas now I'm doing a lot of a lot more of this is why I started the podcast because I'm doing a lot more self reflection and asking myself questions. But this I've never felt really triggered by anything before. But this time it was weird, man. I I got that memory of of what happened before and. I felt like fainting my, my, I felt my, my blood just flow all the way down to my feet from like, I, you know, when you get a head rush and you get all all dizzy, I had like the opposite. Like it went from the top straight down to the bottom and my feet were just like tingly. My legs were tingly and I had to sit down and, um, I felt, I felt faint. I felt weak. I was super shaky and once the physical stuff stopped, I was like, oh, it's okay. But then the next day I woke up and I was just super depressed and I didn't really, I mean, I knew why, but I didn't really want to believe it. And all right, see, this is the hard part about trying to talk about it because I don't really know the words for it yet. And I actually had a therapy appointment yesterday and a bunch of new stuff came up and it's just like I always talk about, it's the onion and you just peel back and peel back and peel back. And I think I'm just scratching the surface of this onion. It's something that I didn't really know. And I want to keep you guys engaged or keep all of you engaged, but it's, it's hard because I don't really want to, I don't feel comfortable talking about it yet, which I'm, I'm sure I will. I'm pretty much an open book, but yeah, this, this, trauma kind of came up and I'm, I'm kind of dealing with that right now. I'm working through that. I'm something that, that my therapist Judy told me to do is, um, I should be writing things down. I should be journaling, journal, how you feel, why you feel that way. And I actually started doing that and I started doing it with like physical, like physical triggers and, I put down why, what I'm feeling and then why I think I'm feeling that way and then what triggered it. And that kind of has helped me break everything down. And it's even opened up my, my eyes to a lot of stuff. Um, like the way I've handled relationships in the past and, um, uh, stuff like that. (laughs) Shout out to Natalie from local hub. She just walked by and, um, I should really get some curtains, but, um, Anyway, <laughs> that threw me off a little bit, but um, that just comes to show the uh, local hub community is amazing. Anyway, yeah, this, this, I just had this thing in the back of my head and it's, it's brought a ton of stuff up, but um, today's going to be kind of a, a shorter shorter podcast. I also want to say thank you so much to everyone that's been reaching out to me and giving me so much love. Um, I'm not really doing this to like get rich or famous or whatever. Um, but the amount of love that I've gotten just from people saying, yo, I just laughed in my car because I was listening to, you know, you and Julio or you and Jasmine. And I know it's only been three episodes and, uh, I I'm just, I'm truly humbled that you'll, that if you're listening to this or watching this, you're, you actually took the time out of your day to go and download something and actually listen to my sometimes cracking voice. Um, 
so big thank you if you're if you're listening if you've been listening um excuse me um i got a little bit of, of a raspy voice today but yeah man i've been i've been just absolutely humbled i'm super stoked on on all the love i've been getting and um that's actually a big thing that's helped me continue to work this week. I've had kind of a, I've had a long productive week and I had a long productive week last week. And it's one of those where you're just like, there's so much going on and you can't even think about what you're feeling, how you're feeling. This weekend was just, I was absolutely exhausted physically, mentally, but I mean, I'm looking at it as a blessing because I finally have work. A lot of us didn't have work during COVID and we're begging to be busy and running around. So I'm, I'm trying to stop and smell the flowers and enjoy this process because the process is part of the reward. Once I get to, you know, wherever I want to go or whatever, um, I'm going to be, you know, missing these times and I'm sure when I'm a, a you know, the big boss and all that stuff. I'm going to be missing the times when I was just the, the small worker, um, the worker bee. But anyway, I wanted to actually go through, I don't want to, I don't want to keep talking about myself because this is mostly for, for the community and for everyone else. But I want to go through and I want to talk about a while back. I did like a little, a little, not a poll, but kind of a, um, what do you, what do you call it? One of those question things on Instagram. I think it was, do you have any questions about antidepressants or mental health or anything like that? And again, I don't want to, I already feel like I'm, I'm repeating myself a ton and it's kind of, it's kind of annoying me because I'll listen because I, I, of course I listen to my own podcast, but it's because I, I want to get better and I want to make sure that I'm actually giving everyone quality. The The day that I stop believing in this and actually giving quality is the day I stop doing the podcast. Um, but yeah, I have a couple questions. I mean, I have some questions that are, that are just sitting in my phone. I'm actually looking for them right now, but um, I want to get into them because I think they're really good. They're about mental health and all that. And um, like I said, I, I, I don't want to repeat myself. I, I already have sometimes. Um, and I'm already annoyed by it, but let's get started with some of these. So let's see. Mm, okay. This one's from some, from my, my good friend, Jessica at underscore Jess dot Steph. How do you best support a good friend struggling with depression? So this one's another onion. <laughs> um, speaking of not wanting to repeat myself. This is something else that has a lot more to do with your relationship with somebody than actually finding out that someone's going through something. I don't know if that makes sense. It probably doesn't. Sorry. Um, it's one of those, one of those weeks. Um, and what I mean by that is, so the question was again, how do you, how do you, what was it? How do you help a friend? How do you best support a good friend struggling with depression? First of all, you need to know that that person has depression and the way to, approach someone um is by actually having a relationship with that person 
we and i talked about this i talked yeah i talked to jasmine about this on my last episode go check it out conversation with jasmine um i spoke about this and about having good friends you know it's it's okay to have those friends that you just kind of get want to get wild with and everything's kind of like surface level but um for the most part you need either that one friend or that group of friends where you guys can have some sort of activity and you can have a sit down conversation and say, Hey, I'm not feeling too hot. How are you doing? It's never, you can't accept You can't expect to go up to somebody and say, yo, are you depressed? And have them be like, yeah. And then you'd be like, Oh, what do you need from me? Um, this, this, and this, because sometimes, sometimes you don't know. Sometimes you don't know what you need. Like I, today I just, I wasn't feeling it. And I, I, almost didn't do this and I was like screw it but I made a promise to myself that I was going to do two episodes per week and a lot of those times I, I want to do a solo episode in a and an episode with someone else and I could have just thrown in the towel and said hey I have this one episode with my you know with someone else uh, and I'm, I'll just release that screw it but I want to actually um, where am I going with this I don't even I don't even know oh oh, oh okay whoops this one's rough, man. If you stop listening now, I won't even be mad because I have, I'm just rambling like a madman. Um, anyway, let's go back to the question. <laughs> My God, how do you best support a good friend struggling with depression? So first of all, have that connection, have that, um, have that, that relationship with that person where you can actually speak about real life terms. If not start it, you know, Bring it up to your friends and say, hey, I'm having kind of a rough time at work or I'm having some some sort of anxiety or this is how I feel right now. And if they relate, people usually speak. This is why people listen is because they can either relate or they can learn from something. So if they relate, then they'll open up and they'll start saying, you know what? I've been feeling that way as well. And that's a good thing. I mean, it's not a good thing that they feel that way, but it's a good thing that when you have someone to relate to, you can speak about your problems. Um, so that's, I think that's one of the biggest ways to support a good friend. Another thing is doing check-ins, just check in on your friends, just shoot them a text. I did that, uh, I think this week or last week. And I was like, Hey, how's it going? And they're like, Oh, you know, it's okay. How about you? I was like, honestly, I'm, I'm doing great. I feel great. Um, which I didn't, I wasn't trying to throw it in their face, but they've seen me at the lowest of my lows. And because I have that, that, that relationship with them, they've seen me, you know, in just crazy lows. So I was just like, man, I've been doing a lot of changes. These are, these are the changes that I've made and I feel great. How about you? And you turn it back on them because I'm not, I don't want to sit there and talk about myself. Just like here on this podcast. I don't want to sit here and just talk about myself. I want to talk about other people. I want to relate to other people. And in life, that's that's ultimately my goal is to relate to other people and make other people feel special and feel great. But reach out to your friends. Um, and I mean, just keep checking in and keep inviting them to do good, healthy things. Go on a hike, go work out, go jog. If they're, they're not into that, go out to eat. I know it's kind of hard right now with COVID and you have to sit outside. Oh, and it's like 112 degrees in freaking Escondido. I don't, I don't know what it's like anywhere else but um i have friends that live in uh, coachella valley which blows but yeah just 
invite them, try to get them out of out of their house, out of that situation. If they won't get out of their house, go to their house and just sit there and, and chill with them. Sometimes people just need, need to be quiet with someone and be in someone's presence just to feel that support and feel a lot better. So those are my tips um, for how to best support a good friend with struggling, struggling with depression. Um, thanks for the question, Jessica, which these questions are from like June or something. And it's August right now. So, um, this one is from Kim, Kim, shout out to Kim, dude at active Kim. Did your mental health lead to loss of relationships? And then in parentheses, parentheses, yeah, parentheses, it says intimate and or friendly. Did my mental health lead to loss of relationships? Um, yes, but indirectly. It wasn't like I had a girlfriend or friends that were like, yo, you're depressed. I'm out of here. It was because I either lashed out or I was in, in just one of those moments where I couldn't, I couldn't see past my own depression. Um, so in a way, yes, I did lose some relationships. Um, but I mean, I, I take full responsibility of, of that and not to say that I'm, I'm blaming myself, but I'm blaming myself for clouding my judgment and clouding everything around me and maybe things that people have done for me where I'm just like, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about because I am in my own head. Um, and again, that goes back to having that, having that, um, that relationship with, with a friend and your significant other to let them know I'm not doing okay today or I I don't want to talk today. I'm so sorry. Um, I had a friend the other day reach out to me and I was like, Hey, you know what? I'm not doing too hot. So can I talk to you later? And they were just like, sure. If you need anything, let me know. Boom. That's it. But if you're the friend on the other side, make sure you check in, make sure you hit them up and say, Hey, you weren't doing too good the other day. How's it going now? Do you want to go get some food and and eat? See, this is all just like a, a, a circle. It's like positivity brings positivity and it brings positivity and it just keeps going. Um, so, and I mean, to shorten it, in short, yes, my my mental health did lead to to some loss of of relationships. Um, but again, I've reached out to those people and I'm just like, hey, I'm you know I'm sorry I wasn't in a good place and um, that's part of it. That's part of growing. And if some people can't understand that or don't want to come back after then maybe you know maybe it was for the best um that's that's the whole part about growing up so thanks for your question kim uh next question is um what's some of the healthy coping mechanisms you utilize um a lot of meth um no i'm just kidding um don't do drugs to supplement that that's it's terrible um I'll tell you some of the unhealthy ones. Uh, actually, no, my mom listens to this. Well, <laughs> some of the healthy, the healthy mechanisms I use. Oh, I keep slapping my my smacking my lips. I'm so sorry. Um, that's that habit. Saying um and saying you know is something that I need to break, and I keep hearing myself do it. But anyway, uh, what's what are some of the? This is from. Veronica at V underscore grace. 
what's some of the helping I can't read what some of the healthy coping mechanisms you utilize every single day. I do one thing for myself, one thing, and it doesn't have to be extravagant. It doesn't have to be spending money. Um, I will every single morning I wake up, I make my oatmeal and before I work out, I have my coffee. I go outside with my dog or my dogs and I just sit in the front porch and watch them play. And I'll play with them and I'll, I'll toss the ball and stuff. And for me, that one's a good uh, coping mechanism because that's when I have a conversation with myself. And I spoke about this with Julio as well, episode two, if you want to go listen to it. Having that one day or that one thing to anchor, anchor your day to kind of center yourself. It's almost like meditation. And I started doing meditation before I went to bed. Um, I, it, I kind of fell off of it and... I stopped doing it. Meditation helps a lot though. Um, people say, well, I don't really know how to meditate. A good, a good, um, a good start to it is have some sort of like the way I used to do it is I had a fan and it would make like a noise, <laughs> like a humming noise. And I would focus in on that noise. It's pretty much white noise. That's why people get white, white nose, white noise machines. And, I would focus on that noise and I would kind of just get lost in that noise. And then when I would close my eyes, you kind of, you know, you kind of see those like little light lines or whatever. I don't know what those are, but I would focus on those as well. So it would be the noise and the white lines when I close my eyes. That, um, that was kind of my intro to, to, um, meditation. And then I started listening to my body and I would take deep breaths, focus on the breaths, and then I would focus on my heartbeat. Um, when I would have a an anxiety attack that was manageable, that's what I would do. I would just listen to my body and try to really feel my surroundings and and focus on a noise or focus on on something that kind of takes me out of that moment. So that one's a really good one. Um, what other healthy coping mechanisms? I mean, the main one for me is just is do something for yourself once a day, anything. It can even be, I don't know, eating ice cream or, you know, something that isn't destructive. Not, I mean, ice cream, if you keep eating it, you'll obviously get diabetes, but try to do something that's, you know, if you eat ice cream, do it, get one scoop, boom, eat it. And you're just like, oh, and just sit and, or, or just binge a movie or something like that. When I was in high school, I would go home and if I wasn't feeling good, I would just watch a movie. And it felt so weird, but it was like it was like I was doing something bad because I wasn't doing my homework. I just go home, pop in a DVD. Um, man, DVDs were dope, and um, yeah, I'd just sit there and watch a movie. And I didn't know it at the time, but it was a coping mechanism. Um, so yeah, do one thing for yourself that that's kind of rewarding or that helps you start your day off great. Um, I was telling my friend Natalie actually about this. And I was going to make a whole podcast about this, but it, I don't think I would be able to. Um, if you wake up a little bit earlier, like one hour earlier than you actually should, and just sit outside and either read, drink your coffee, sit with your dog, just just sit outside, man. It, it makes all the difference. Um, I started waking up at 6 a.m. I used to wake up, like this was recently too, like five months ago. I'd wake up at like 10 a.m., 9 a.m., 11 a.m., or yeah, 11 a.m. Um, 
and I'd go straight to my phone. Now I, I wake up, I tell myself, uh, and this one's from shout out to Clark Bartram. He actually taught me this five, four, three, two, one, go. And then you get up and brush my teeth and do all that stuff. And then I start my day and I just sit outside with my, it's usually just with one of my dogs, Millie. Um, and I just drink my coffee and I watch her run around and that makes me happy. And it's, it's something that small that, that makes me happy. And I, I sit there and think, and then after that I work out. So working out helps for a lot of people. It doesn't really help me. Um, I'm more of a, just sit down and enjoy life guy. So yeah, healthy. If you have any other, uh, healthy mechanisms, uh, DM me, let me know. DM me on Instagram, hit me up on Twitter. I don't really check my Twitter, but yeah, let me know. Next question. Um, I'm just kind of going through, I, I kind of explained some of these within the other questions. So, um, how do you handle the quote unquote bad days? This one is from Melissa at underscore Melissa Soto. Um, that's my buddy. Um, oh, she actually, damn, dude, she asked three questions. So one was, how can I help someone struggling with it? Which I kind of touched on. How do you handle the quote unquote bad days? And how do you manage on a daily basis while juggling your other day-to-day activities? So, which one do I answer first? Let me answer the manage on daily basis because I just touched on this. If I have a busy day, I'll wake up early and I'll just plan my day out. And when I'm that moment of reflection, just a sit-down time, I guess I'll call it reflection time. My reflection time in the morning, I think, what do I have to do? How do I feel today? And... Um, I mean, how, how am I going to approach the day? How am I going to win the day? And that's it. That's what's helped me thus far is just sitting down and, and planning out my day. Um, I try not to juggle activities. I try to just plan things out because juggling is very chaotic. I, I always like to also like fix my language. If I'm juggling something, then I'm, I don't have control of it. And that also triggers you to be depressed and, and just want to sit down and be like, I quit. Um, so the first thing you shouldn't do is juggle activities. You should plan activities and you should, you should plan your day. And that's what I do before the actual day starts. Um, so how do you handle the bad days? (laughs) I don't drink. I make sure that I tell myself do not drink because if I do, then I go down a terrible rabbit hole of just terrible thoughts. Um, I only drink when I'm happy. <laughs> um, because before I, I kind of did hit the bottle a little bit and nothing too crazy and aggressive, but to the point where I was coping with it and that's not healthy. Um, so I stay away from alcohol on the bad days. Um, I kind of just, I, I get through them. Um, I have a lot of conversations with myself and I find myself a lot being in, in my car because I'm always going, I'm either going to a shoot or I'm coming to the office, um, here at local hub. Um, but I, I talk to myself a lot. I ask myself, how do I feel now? How do I feel now? Um, not only that, I try to surround myself with, with good people on my bad days or, I'll FaceTime somebody or I'll call somebody. Um, again, it's those little interactions, those little, those little moments that help you on those bad days. It's those, 
those um, relationships that definitely help you on those bad days. Um, I mainly try to keep to myself because I know maybe I'll lash out at somebody, but I'll make sure that if I have things to do, I don't let it affect my work. I don't let it affect my relationships with, with people. Um, but if I'm having a bad day and, and maybe it's like a Saturday or Sunday, I'll just sit at home. I'll, I'll let myself sulk in it. I'll nap all day or I'll watch movies. I love movies. Um, but I mean, I'll, I'll just sit, I'll sit in it. Sometimes that's what you got to do. And sometimes it helps. And other times you need that interaction. So, I mean, I think it's a balance of both. Um, so that's pretty much how I handle the bad days. Um, thanks for your question, Melissa. Let's see. Ooh, this one's from Lacey at Lacey Danielle. She said, I've always been someone against all medications. Fuck big pharma, but does it really help? <sighs> Fuck big pharma, man. Um, I think I've talked about this as well. Man, so cool how I said, I don't want to repeat myself and look what I'm doing. Um, does it help? It's not for everybody. And I know that. Um, I don't think you should rely on just medication and antidepressants. I think you should focus on, on the mental side of it, on your, what's it called? Your intentions, your intentions for everything, your intentions for the day, your intentions for if you're, let's say you're going on a date, what are your intentions with that person or with that interaction? What, what's your intention when you go to work? Are you going to have a shitty day? Or are you going to, you know, step up and, and do some good stuff? Um, overall, just think about, I totally forgot the question. Jeez, Louise. This is what happens on on, on one of the, the harder days, man. You can't really think. Oh, the medications, right. Fuck Big Pharma. Um well, Lacey, uh, it has helped me. It's not the end all be all, but it's also important to know that. Um, it's also super important to have a conversation with your, your doctor. If you're thinking about actually taking, taking antidepressants or medication, one, do your own research. Um, don't, and don't go on like message boards, look up the different type of types of, of antidepressants. Um, it's okay to say no. If you go to the doctor and she says, I'm going to give you this and you read about it and you're like, give her all your concerns or him, him or her. I have a girl doctor or a lady doctor, um, female shout out to females. Um, I, I had a lot of questions as well. You know, I was like, well, will this make me suicidal? What if I feel suicidal? How am I going to feel this? This is what I've heard. I, I also looked at the myths and the, I try to debunk everything. Um, cause I'm a very like, crit, I'm a very critical person and I, I just asked a lot of questions and I was, I made sure that I was comfortable doing it. Not because I absolutely needed it. Um, but because I was going into it with the, the right intentions. Um, so I think that's, that's one of the biggest things is to understand it understand what it is, understand that it's not for everyone and that it also medications might also not help you. It might make it worse. What do you do when it makes it worse? What do you, how do you make it 
so it's a supplement and not something that you're looking at as the end all be all because a lot of people a lot of people try to just i mean they try they us as a as a society now we want that easy fix we want i mean i'm i'm guilty of it we want everything now and we want you know that that see i just said you know again um and i just said um we want that that what do you call it instant gratification that's what it's called my throat's super dry today um but we want that instant gratification and you can't always have it and i think that's important to know as well because it things don't happen overnight um whether it's antidepressants or success or your relationship getting better, nothing, nothing comes overnight. And same with recovery. Um, I was talking to a friend who was drinking way too much and she was like, I had to kind of wean up, wean myself off of alcohol because it was really affecting me on a day to day. And it wasn't easy. Like she just stopped cold turkey and she was like, I, by no means am I an alcoholic, but I craved it. And I just, I wanted it every single day. And that's when I knew I had a problem. And you have to kind of understand that um, and set your intentions as well. That's my, I mean, that's my big takeaway. If you didn't really listen to anything I said, if nothing I said made sense to you <laughs> is, um, dude, what, what am I even saying? If nothing made sense to you today, let me give you this. I'm going to go ahead and end this. It's going to be a super short one today. Um, but set your intentions. Set your intentions for the day. Set your intentions for your relationships with people. Set your intentions for anything, man. Any If you can start it small, then you can make it even bigger. Um, start it day by day. And then it can be the week. And then it can be the month and then the year. And then boom, your whole life. There's a really good book by Aubrey Marcus of On It. It's called Own the Day, Own Your Life. And he pretty much gives little suggestions that have been proven to work. For example, he says, I wake up and I get moving. And you just get out of bed and you go on a walk. Um, there's also little things like he drinks and I've tried this before and actually it's pretty dope because you lose a lot of water overnight. Um, and if you drink, I think it's a pinch of Himalayan salt w with water and um, a slice of lemon. Lemon, So it's lemon water with Himalayan salt. That, that uh, helps you get hydrated. Um, that's another thing, your diet. If you're eating like shit, you're going to feel like shit. If you're not drinking water, you're gonna feel like shit. Um, a lot of us kind of get lost in, in our mental stuff, but it's it also has to do with you know physicality and our physical health goes hand in hand with uh, mental health. So yeah, back to setting your intentions. Set your intentions daily. Set your weekly intentions, and you'll live a a, a way better life. Um, I think I'm gonna end it there. Uh, Thanks for listening to me. I hope I didn't trail off too much. And um, thanks for bearing with me on this on this kind of weird journey that I'm on right now. I don't know about journey, but these these things I'm, I'm dealing with and, and trying to work out right now. Um, 
I appreciate each and every one of you for listening. Um, please leave a review. Um, rate this. I think it's what it is. It's subscribe to the podcast, rate and v- review it, um, and tell your friends about it. I I think I have like 30 people listening right now. If each and every one of you tells one of your friends, we're at 60, baby. Let's go. Um, I'm thinking of also releasing some merch, mm-hmm. but that's further down the line. Um, that would be super dope. Um, but my friend Marina and I were vibing on that too, uh, about the merch. So again, if you have suggestions as well, um, I know I can't please everybody, but I, I'm open to listening to suggestions. If you want to hear about something or if you want to ask something, um, please do. If you like this episode also, um, please leave that in a review. I'll, I maybe I'll do more, more, um, AMAs, ask me anything, um, episodes. So my friends, this was the, I don't know what episode this is, maybe fifth, fourth. I don't know. This is an episode of this life, a podcast by Mallorca media. I am your host, Felix Mallorca. Please follow me at Mallorca media on Instagram and Twitter. Um, these will go up more than likely Monday and Wednesdays. Some days I'll be, or some weeks I'll be a little bit more busy. So they'll come out other days. But, um, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please reach out to me. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye.